Hello and welcome back to another episode of Creative Corporates, a podcast on career conversations for those starting out, switching out and anything in between. Make sure to like, subscribe and give us that five-star review as we are now on Apple Podcasts. But for today, we're focusing on how to do more of what you love outside of your nine to five. And to help us with this, I've got a special host that focuses on just that. Welcome to the podcast, Cardi. I'll say I'm flattered, but hopefully I can give more value than anything else. No, absolutely. So I think, look, we were speaking about basically the feedback that we've received from our first episode, um, which has been one of our highest ranking around fighting perfectionism to get stuff done. And people were really reaching out to us to sort of get more advice on what they can do to really start if they've sort of started to overcome or trying to overcome that initial mental hurdle. And now they're really focusing on trying to work out, well, what is it? What are the practical steps we need to do? And so I thought, Cardi, you'd be in a really good position to kind of give some of your thoughts on this given that this is something that you really focus on how you structure your working days. Yeah. So I think the first thing I started with was thinking about what do I enjoy doing outside of my nine to five, just on a recreational and what you could say a leisurely basis. Mm. And I sat down and had a look at where I was spending most of my time for sheer enjoyment and thought, well, if this is something I want to do and, you know, start sharing and making it, I guess, not so much more serious, but just having more of a platform um, to share exactly what it is that I'm interested in to try and meet other people that also do that. Then the easiest way for me to start was actually just by doing that privately and creating a mood board, for example, on Instagram or just on a different social platform um, so that I could start uploading things, sharing it. And once I felt more confident and comfortable um, in getting feedback on what it is that I'm doing to see if other people were interested, um, I was then ready to start sharing that with my existing network and then obviously to the public as well. And I think just taking that step-by-step process allowed me the time that I needed to iterate and work on things to make it feel a little bit smooth, to actually have processes in place before I kind of went full steam with it and and go, oh, it's not just something that I want to do as maybe what we call like a passion project, but it could be a little bit something something more. Um, But it just took the ease and the pressure of having to feel like there was something perfected that was that's ready to share with the world and it was just easy. Yeah. And I think if we kind of take a step back, what did you feel like was the real motivation to go, you know, I actually want to focus on something more than, you know, my standard job? You know, was there a particular prompt or can you kind of walk us through that thinking? Yeah. So I think at the time, I was doing a lot of reading about how it's important to have, I guess, different interests in what they call like your mental headspace, like is something to do with, I can't, like, don't quote me on it, but it was something like, oh, you've got to have something for your physical health 
something for your mental health, something for your creative health and something for social. It was like broadly speaking something related to that. Yeah, I think I've seen the same inspirational quote. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those things. Um, And it's like, you know, to get the best out of you. And I kind of flagged that I wasn't really ticking a lot of those boxes and it wasn't allowing me to, I guess, just be the best of what I can be and to just be enjoying all the different things that, you know, I do. So that's actually what triggered it initially. And I think other people seem to have kind of jumped on that boat in lockdown because we've all had to sit down with ourselves completely isolated and go like outside of my nine to five, what do I do now outside of those hours? Because I can't socialize, can't catch up with friends. So what am I doing with my time? And some people, have they've come down to realize, oh, I really enjoy cooking. Maybe it's something that I want to do a little bit more of. I'm actually really passionate about, you know, learning about sustainable projects. I'm really passionate about, you know, rights for a certain area. But all of the content that they've been consuming personally, they've gone, I'm actually really passionate about that, but I don't know how to meet other people or I don't know who to talk to to bounce those ideas off. That's one of the really easy ways of doing that is by creating a separate platform to yourself. So it could be completely private where, you know, you've spoken about this yourself, where the awesome social media algorithms, you know, allow content um, to be shared or just, you know, prompted towards you because you like and follow certain things as opposed to it all just being on your personal platform where you're just seeing everything to do with updates with your friends. Exactly right. So basically an example of that is I was really interested in sustainability. So I had a a separate Instagram that I basically specifically curated that was focused on like following all the hashtags related to that, following a whole bunch of leading accounts in that space that I would then start getting targeted recommendations for other pieces of content on that. And why that's beneficial is because, look, because we're not socializing, arguably we're using social media, which isn't that social, to pass our time. And so if you can kind of go, I'm going to be gentle myself and not go on a full digital detox, but I want to make sure the time that I'm spending on that, I'm actually getting the things that I want to learn more about then you can get the algorithm to work in your favor and you can feel good about those endless hours scrolling. I love it. You've got to make it work in your favor. You've got to make it work for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally hear that. Like I remember the first time that you introduced the concept of setting up another Instagram account to me, what now, two years ago, blew my mind away. And ever since, I've just loved it because you can pretty much categorize your different interests. And it's just something that you can do in private, um, but it's more that you get beads of information about those certain topics. Like, don't quote me on this, but I know there's a huge thing. It's like on Google, there's things called like RSS feeds. And pretty much like if you subscribe to certain topics, it sends you newsletters on those type of things. And I just feel like you can do the same with social media because it's more casual. It's funny. And it's what you do pretty much when you switch off rather than having it so formalized. Um, And not only that, then you can share also things that you see to create a mood board of what it is that you're thinking about. So you can also keep track of your headspace as well. Absolutely. And I think why that's helpful is 
for those who might go like, I don't have the next billion dollar idea of what I'm going to do in this field, but I know I'm generally interested in it and I want to know more about it before I start diving in. And so you can kind of do that in a way that you're allowing things to work for you. Yeah. No, the whole concept there as well is is it doesn't have to be a business. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an idea or a startup or something that you're trying to even promote. You can just be interested in certain topics and want to learn more. And this is just a really casual way of doing it. And if for any reason someone else is interested in it or you can impact someone else's life in a really positive way just by creating a really healthy community group around a certain topic, that's awesome. That's just a bonus. And I think it makes you a more interesting person, right? So think about when you're going to come sort of hopefully have freedom day when we're all out of lockdown and we want to be able to converse about like, you know, what we've learned and what we've read. And for people who might not, you know, feel like I can't commit to scrolling through X, Y, and Z, or I can't commit to like reading a whole Game of Thrones series, you know, but I can I can do something a bit more that can show that I've actually used this time to kind of explore a passion when I had some downtime. Yeah, I think that's really good. And look, even when we've been speaking to people, you know, just privately about how to get started, I think the next step after actually creating that mood board is then finding a space where you feel comfortable then reaching out for feedback from whether it be trusted friends to go, oh, is this something that you're interested in? Or, you know, is there a way that I could learn about the topic better? You know, is it something that even others might be interested in? And it's a really great way just to test what it is that you're working on to then be able to pivot and go, actually, I want to share this more publicly without having your name attached to it. Yeah, exactly right. And they might be simple questions like for your trusted trusted friends, people that you feel like will give you that honest feedback is saying, look, I trust you enough that I don't need you to sugarcoat this. I don't need you to tell me what a great job I'm doing with a little pound the bag. I'm actually trusting you to give me like, well, what do you not like about this? What could be a different way that I could explain this? You know, based on what I've told you, what's still not clear because I'm trying to make sure that the information that I'm getting And the way I'm engaging this idea is palatable for other people before I go ahead and share that. Now, again, we can dive into, you know, ideas about, you know, being confident in sharing your idea and and putting yourself out there. But in reality, you know, we're very cognizant for a lot of people that imposter syndrome or being cautious of how that may look with their current brand, that might not be for them. So this is sort of a way that you can kind of bypass that on a small level, but still make some headway. Um, I guess, you know, when we're looking at that, that's things you can kind of do on the side. But then we've kind of all got that nine to five job as well, that we're kind of spending a lot of time more than what we would think during that. So what can people do during those hours that can help benefit them as well? Well, one of the cool things you could do is find out what skills you need to improve on, to work on what we will now call a passion project or just something that it is that you love outside of your nine to five, but get the training done during your work hours, or it could actually be working on a similar type project, presenting it to your team and go, this is something that could benefit the business. 
um, or your nine, like that is your nine to five day job. Why don't I start working on it now? But with the after effect of it also benefiting your passion project or what it is that you're working on outside of the nine to five, because you're getting the training there, you're getting more practical experience, but then you're also able then to more easily deliver that in those outside hours. Does that sort of make sense? It makes so much sense. So examples of that might be uh, foundational things. Like if you think that you want to take this passion project further and use it as a side income, you might say, well, if I'm within a small organization, perhaps doing a bookkeeping course so that I know how to manage money and what's required. It might be something else. Uh, For example, I have friends who um, their organization was looking at new ways to add value for their clients. um, And one of the options was to create a chatbot. And so they were like, okay, yep, I can see the value of that being transferable to the passion project that I have. I'm going to put my hand up and learn about this, test, fail, iterate on in my nine to five and then take those lessons and and make sure that I'm skipping that time required to learn on my side business or passion project and apply it there. And why that's useful is because then you're not investing your money, but you are investing your time. And for someone who's still in that exploratory phase, that's going to be the most valuable for you. Now, these are all you know, quite specific things, but it might be as as basic as improving your communication, improving public speaking, presentations, Excel, my new favorite topic of the month. You know, all of these things you can go, well, how do I look at the developmental path that my nine to five requires? And how can I make sure that I'm taking those skills on to better my overarching skill set for whatever I choose to go into for my passion projects. Yeah, I love that. I definitely think that is a real win and particularly in the current environment, you know, there's a big playing field for learning about digital marketing, learning about social media, learning about SEO, you know, lots of key buzzwords there, but all really relevant if you're starting up something and just wanting to get a better reach Yeah, absolutely. And they can only be beneficial overall. So just see that as milking your nine to five to be able to get the value that you need so that you have maybe renewed vigor to say, well, yeah, I want to be just doing something beyond this, but the time I'm spending at work, I'm also making sure it's valuable for me. And that is a mindset shift that I think is really important because your your passion project is going to take some time to kind of build up, you know. So having the patience and the foresight to saying, well, how am I overall improving myself? Then that's a, that's worthwhile to consider. Yeah, and going on to that as well is obviously your nine to five takes up, you know, the largest portion of your day. So if you know that you're wanting to work on something outside of those hours, well, then you've really got to structure your day accordingly to make sure that you've got the energy to keep you going. So you've got to think big picture. You know, maybe that means you you might want to start working on, on what it is that you're doing outside of your work, you know, before your nine o'clock starts. Maybe you need to take a break during the day to do, you know, some exercise, make sure you're well fed and then taking a break as well in the afternoon and maybe having your dinner pre-prepared. But my whole point is you need to take those active steps 
just to make sure that you're not burning out too early and that it is just a sustainable way to live and enjoy what it is that you fundamentally love doing. Because I found that when you look at the big picture and the structure of that, it just makes it so much more sustainable. Absolutely. And something that I feel like works for me is, as you just mentioned, Cardi, like it is, you kind of have to take that athlete mentality of, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But obviously you're going to have ebbs and flows where you have more time or less time to work on that idea. So the biggest like, and strongest recommendation I have is really find someone else who loves the same thing as you because then that way you can bounce ideas off each other. You can spend the time wisely so that you can divide and conquer and then focus on problem solving so that you're using the time you have more wisely Um, And you're going to have someone else that is going through that same thing with you. And that's the exciting thing is when you start working and sharing something that you're passionate about, sometimes there's someone in your network or someone that might not even be in your network just yet that goes, oh, I didn't realize that was something that you were really interested in. And it becomes a conversation starter. And that's how you form bonds with people. Like that's how healthy relationships bloom because you might have similar values You might just have similar interests in ideas and, you know, having just something to spark that conversation is really important. So I think you, the whole point there is you just don't lose by trying. Exactly. And by putting yourself out there as small as it is to begin with, that element of courage really can pay off because you're sharing something that you do love. So you're going to connect with people on a deeper level. Okay, so rounding up, let's go. So we really said, okay, how to get started on what you love outside of your nine to five. We've focused on, okay, identifying what you want to do and perhaps some tips on how to get started. It might be curating your feed. It might be starting an Instagram, insert different social media platform here to make the algorithm work for you. It's leveraging your nine to five so that you're building the underlying capability and confidence that can help you on your passion project. It's going incognito if required in terms of sharing, but also having some trusted two or three friends that will give you the honest feedback you need to help give you a more rounded out idea if that's something you need to do to build out your confidence. And then when you're sharing it, it's understanding that you might connect with people who are like-minded and will want to share that with you. So another incremental thing. And then my personal favorite is do it with someone that is also interested so you can use your time wisely. And Cardi's big health tip, which is take that marathon, not a sprint athlete mindset to give to set yourself up for success when you're going about this endeavor. Anything I missed? Any last piece of advice, Cardi? No, I liked your last part, but I think my, the, what I liked the most is the fact that you can make it social. Mm. It being something that's individual, which obviously you can maintain it to be that, but then you get the social element. It just makes it so much more community-oriented. It, it's fun and it ticks that little box. Anyways, I think that's an awesome roundup. Look, I'd like to say thanks for listening. And look, you can easily follow us on Creative Corporates on Instagram and Facebook now. And if you haven't already, you can also go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. 
obviously the five stars you've been dying to give us. So join us next week for another week of Creative Corporates. See you then. See you then.